This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome back to the moments that made me with me, your host, Roxina Fusi. Today, I am joined by the incredibly special Denise Byrne. Denise is a meditation teacher, life and wellness coach, and co-founder of The Head Plan. I cannot describe how excited I am for today's episode. To say I'm obsessed with Denise would be an understatement. She is one of the most magnetic... I I can't even put words to describe, actually, how amazing she is. So I'm going to bring her on so you can see for yourself straight away. I cannot wait to hear her three defining moments. Hi, Denise. Oh my God, Roxy, I'm nearly crying already and we haven't even started. Babe, I was literally talking to my sister yesterday on a walk saying, I've got Denise coming on the podcast. I said, you just need to go on Denise's Instagram. Watch her Insta stories. I get excited for when she chats to camera because her energy just lifts you up so much. Oh my God, Roxy. And I know I said this to you, we're like 700 text messages in now, but (laughs) I essentially said, I did your manifesting workshop, I think last October. And I said on the 6th of January, I was looking back through Instagram that I was going to manifest a friendship with you. And here we are, eight here months later, recording the pod. I'm so happy and I'm so excited to hear everything. So I think you've listened to the podcast. So you will know yeah. that we always dive straight you, in. You throw me in. Yeah. In the deep end to your first defining moment. Yeah. So I don't know if many people actually know this, but my dad is totally blind. So he has zero sight. Yeah. So he had a childhood accident when he was seven and he doesn't even have a sense of light. So like total darkness. Um, It's something, would you believe, I actually didn't realize as a child until I was about seven like growing up, my mom and dad did the, like an amazing job of like, everything was just normal because it very much was normal. And my dad was like a super dad, uh, DIY king, like very much uh, overachiever, built a boat, tiled the bathroom. So like, I was totally oblivious to this. Um, I just thought he was really cool and wore sunglasses all the time, to be honest. But What happened was um, I was seven myself in school and my teacher kind of outed it as something that, I don't know, just really threw me. Um, She basically, we were learning about um, disabilities and differences within people. And she asked me to stand up and she said, Denise, your dad is blind. Will you tell the class what that means? And Roxy, 
honest to God, I was floored. I had no idea that he was described as someone that would be different, that had a disability. Uh, for me, he had super abilities. So I was really dumbfounded. And the teacher looked at me and she knew I didn't know how to answer. And she said, essentially, your dad lives in the dark, doesn't he? And that description, Roxy, as a seven-year-old, I was already afraid of the dark. I was so upset. And I remember going home to my mom that day. My dad worked full-time. My mom was very much um, a stay-at-home mom. She did an amazing job with us all. And I remember crying to my mom and telling her what the teacher had said. And I felt... I felt I didn't know what it was at the time, but it's definitely the start of like really deep rooted childhood anxiety around the health and wellness of my parents and everything. And my mom sat me down and she was like, you know, dad can't see, but he sees to everything and he actually sees things that people don't see and he has a superpower. And when he came home that evening, I remember him sitting down with me and he said, Denise, I see everything through your words. And I really feel it's as a result of these conversations and him teaching me how to describe everything and using my senses and guiding him through life. If Although he guides me every day as well. But I really feel it's because of that I became like a master of visualization. I feel like I can see things so clearly in my mind and I really go above and beyond with descriptions so my dad can see everything that's around him through me, if that makes sense. Oh, I think this is the closest to tears I've ever been on this show. Yeah, like I know it's kind of deep and I don't want to... Incredible. he, he is amazing, Roxy. Like he's an amazing man. I actually called him at the weekend and told him I was recording with you. And I, I mentioned yeah. that I was going to say this. And I think he was a bit taken aback. He was like, God, I hope like it hasn't, like oh. it doesn't harbor with you in a negative way, but it really mm. doesn't. It's such a positive thing. If anything, I've learned to see things differently. If anything, his mm. sight loss has opened up my eyes to so many different things. And I'm so grateful for it. It's so interesting because when you, you know, I was so, I had no idea and I was so not expecting to hear this remarkable story Mm. and something that you, that is not common. It's not something you hear. And as soon as you said it, I thought, oh, that makes sense because there's Mm. something so special about you. I really believe that. And it makes sense now because you obviously have this role model of a man that is so just full of life and full of an ability to, I mean, to be, to say someone's making the most of, you know, a a difficult and challenging situation would be an understatement. Like how incredible that, he lived his life so fully that you had no idea. No idea. And, and those are the things he passes to you. Exactly. And like, I feel like, God, if I lost my sight, how would I be? But like, mm. Roxy, he is so happy. He practices it. Like, <sighs> the, he is the definition of someone that practices gratitude every day. He is, he just goes above and beyond, um, like the boundaries there or the box that people put him in 
in because he had sight loss. Mm. He's like master's degrees, degrees. He writes poetry. Wow. He is such an amazing character. And like just to even that mindset shift for a child at seven to be like, look, just because he can't see doesn't mean he can't see things. Yeah. He sees things so clearly in his mind. And really that pair of visualization really came from him. Um, definitely, wow. it definitely brought up childhood anxieties, I will say. Yeah. And that is where my mom, like my mom is the most amazing person. She's very much into holistic, um, a holistic way of living she was a reflexology teacher and therapist in many different therapies um she started me on my journaling path then just to explore my feelings a bit more gratitude affirmations even meditating as a child um kind of all kind of stemmed from that outing of my dad's blindness I suppose so she really, I did, she, I had no idea you've been doing, because obviously now I know that you are mm. obviously a meditation teacher yourself. You've got the head plan, you create incredible journals, but really your mom was teaching you this as a child. That's unbelievable. Yeah. My mom is, uh, honestly, I cannot thank my mom en- enough for all the things she introduced me to as a child. I feel like I was exposed to the most wonderful world um, and she really helped me tap into this other side of my brain that I feel like a lot of children don't yeah. like journaling imagine journaling at six or seven just like going for it saying what you were grateful for that day like how that changes your whole day and um, mm-hmm. affirmations like making you look in the mirror and saying I believe and I can be all that I want to be at seven going to school like Honestly, sometimes I worried that I came across too invincible going to school, but the self-belief my parents instilled in me really carries with me still to this day. That is so fucking inspiring. (laughs) And honestly, it really makes me think about how I bring up Wolf and gives me so much inspiration and think, yes, I'm going to get him doing the mantras and affirmations. And, um... I think that is just such a, just such an uplifting and incredible story. And again, like I said, it really just explains why I feel the way I do about you. Like why I feel, why your energy is so magnetic and so incredible. You, of course you say you had lots of self-belief growing up, but with the, the, child anxiety from this kind of moment because like you said that that line she said you know your teacher said your your father lives in darkness that is something that will stick with you you'll replay that because it's such a the emotion that must have brought up you know young seven-year-old Denise just like her world is shaken in that moment how did you find that for you that the anxiety kind of manifested throughout then your teens and into your adolescence if it did yeah I definitely feel I think it's a normal anxiety for a child to have around their parents health and wellness but I really like used to get obsessive about it I hate when they go away on weekends on their own I felt very much like I needed to look out for my dad because he didn't look out for himself. I used to worry a lot about my dad. Um, Mm. He was a very independent person, like even like public transport on his own. I'd just worry a lot about him. Um, And 
really there was no reason to worry, but it's just manifested that way. I definitely get a lot of health worries that I'll touch on later and Kieran getting ill didn't really help things. If anything, it kind of magnified it more, but health anxiety is huge for me and it definitely stemmed from there, I think. Mm, so do you get it for yourself as well? Not as much for myself, um, although my mom will disagree now and she'll say, you were a hypochondriac growing up. Um, <laughs> I definitely got, I, I don't know, I think it's when you when a teacher nearly makes your father out to be weaker than what he is mm. and you see them as like such a strong character in your life just for that to be whipped out from underneath you and be like well your dad sees in the dark like he lives in the dark so like how does he go about life and kind of really just take him down that way in front of everyone in the class it just I don't know it's just the realization that we're not invincible and we all have our things mm. yeah <sighs> I don't even want to move on from this moment. It's a bit deep. Do you know it's not deep? And I really, I it's not deep. I think it's, it's fucking life. Mm. Like this is life, and I I think it's such a kind of show that our mindset is everything. Everything, and Um, your your dad is the epitome of of that, and I love it. Yeah. And Roxy, like he hasn't seen since anything since he was seven. But if you read his poems, you'll realize that he sees everything. I know how that sounds. He sees things that we can't see. You know, he sees people in a different way to the way we see them because he Mm. sees people for who they are within (gasps) themselves. You know, what an incredible thing to be able to say. I know. What an amazing thing to be able to actually see people without seeing the external, without seeing the body image, the face, the body, and just seeing people's souls. That's that's kind of an incredible gift in itself. It is. And, you know, I did, I know we touched on the anxiety, like I did obsess in my early 20s about dad getting his sight back you know I just wanted him to experience different things and I remember reaching out to a few doctors and um there's no way he'd get his sight back but I remember him sitting down with me in his 20s and he was like Denise I don't want to see because I see the world already and Mm. if I see again it will be totally different to what I have in my mind like he has images of us in his mind what we look like yeah um, my mom like what she looks like it's just I don't know it blows my mind it blows my mind well thank you so so much for sharing that moment with us and thanks to both your parents for being so incredible so inspiring um so what is your second defining moment so like my dad I was and still am to an extent an overachiever but I'm an overachiever now with balance I say and I was obsessed with working my dad is like an amazing businessman he's retired now but he always worked and defied everything 
And I wanted to be like that. So I was obsessed with working as well. And I remember I was particularly obsessed with getting into PR and I grafted really hard and I arranged to to meet the managing director of um, one of the top agencies in the country. And I really, really sold myself to her. And I was like, take me on. I went on for work experience and they ended up giving me a job. I was delighted. Dream pure role. Um, Agencies are difficult. They're notorious for that toxic productivity. Uh, Roxy, I know you talk about this a bit and I totally agree, but it's, it's, notorious in the sense like you work late into the evening you'll be getting up early and meeting the papers as they're just off the printers it's like 24 7 you wear it as a badge of honor be like oh how many hours did you work oh I worked an extra two hours kind of thing like it's Mm. it's a total it's a it's a totally different vibe to what I'm in now but I met the most incredible girl when I worked there her name was Kate and she was a few months younger than me, but 30 years at least wiser than me. She was the most amazing PR queen. I looked up to her so much. She'd achieved so much by the age of 25. She was uh, presenting. She was writing the most amazing articles. All her press releases were getting placed and she was just killing it. But Work was very consuming, but equally, Kate had so much going on um, outside work. And we bonded so much. We spent a lot of time together, obviously, because we worked long hours. And um, I had heard a lot of stuff that was going on outside work. Um, Look, we're girls in our 20s, lots of heartbreak and different things. But Kate reached out to me. um, It was actually this um week 10 years ago and she reached out to me to say she was in a really bad place and I knew she was in a bad place because the month before she'd also been in a bad place and she actually ended up in hospital because she attempted suicide and I remember she reached out to me and I knew that she was over the, the the last episode and I didn't feel she was in that place, but she ultimately took her life and we were talking to each other the day before she did that. And honestly, Roxy, sorry, I know this is dark, excuse the punks. I was just she talking about my dad. Well, but honestly, I still, it's 10 years ago and I still... I spiraled into the darkest hole of depression and anxiety like I never felt before. And I just still to this day cannot believe that somebody, I'm such a supportive person and I feel like my mother and father to an extent gave me these tools that I knew to lean on when I was feeling different things in life. And I was just floored that not everybody has these tools, knows how to use these tools. Perhaps the tools weren't enough for them. I spiraled into guilt and anger. And um, it was in that really, really dark time um, following her passing that I started intense cognitive behavioral therapy, like inner child work. And I really found myself in those dark months when Kate lost her life. Oh, Denise, I, I, I know. bless you and Anna and that pain she must have been going through. 
did you have, you said that, you know, you'd felt that she'd come out of that previous episode. Yeah. Were you just in such like a deep shock when you found out? And if it's not too difficult, can you tell us how, how you felt when you did find out? Yeah, so I was, I had just left the agency and Kate was actually interviewing to leave the agency as well. And I was in the car, my parents were away actually, and I'm so close to my parents. So they were devastated that they weren't able to be there for me when this happened. But I was in the car and I was driving home from town and my phone rang and it was the agency that I just left the week before but I was working on a project still in the background for them so I thought it was something to do with that but I'd answered the phone and um the the office manager just asked me where I was and I said I was in town and she said I really need to tell you something I said okay what's up and she said that Kate had taken her life and my blood ran cold I remember pulling in and like I was hysterical I rang Kieran and I went straight uh, Kieran only lives like 15 minutes from town we weren't living together at the time I drove straight to Kieran's house I don't even know how I drove home but I was I just couldn't believe it um Roxy I couldn't believe that she had I couldn't believe she did it and like on it's it's taken me so long and it took like that intensive time in therapy to really just come to terms with it that it happened and she did it and and she is at peace now and and at that moment in time like they do say like it was a permanent solution to a temporary feeling or problem but um yeah Yeah, but I really do commend, like I do think of Kate all the time and it is because of her that I did so much work on myself in my early 20s and I really do not feel I would be the person I am today if it wasn't for her. I really took a lot from that. I I got rid of that toxic productivity, although it did carry with us through life. I had different ways of dealing with it. I definitely... You know, my mom used to always say, like, you don't just water the plant when it needs to be watered. You need to water the plant every day. Yeah. And I feel in that environment, I was just watering the plant when I felt like I needed it. Oh, I'm stressed. I'll meditate as opposed to meditating every day. Mm. And I really took so much from that and I still carry it with me today. Yeah. Oh, I mean... Again, another just unbelievably inspiring story and that through your pain, you were able to say, you know, actually, it really made me who I am. And did you feel that, because I think also this was, mental health right now is very much talked about all the time. I think people are much more open to it, but I think then people still definitely did suffer in silence. And do you think it really gave you a new understanding that of this idea that even the people closest to you, you you just really never know what someone's going through. You can never, it's so, isn't, is something so, I think that instills such a greater level of um, patience and understanding and openness and non-judgment to others when you 
are faced with this realization that people don't tell you everything. You'd never know what's going inside or the pain that people might be experiencing. No, and it's that old saying, like you never know what's going on behind closed doors. Um, It definitely opened my eyes up. I became, I'm a really sensitive person anyway. And I'm really, I consider myself quite uh, good at picking up on other people's energies, but I definitely... I'm nearly to a point of my own detriment. I spoke about this in therapy. I was going above and beyond. Are you okay? Is everything okay? Like you can become hyper aware as well, like nearly paranoid that you don't want to miss something. And so there's a balance there, but I totally agree. I feel like the whole conversation around mental health has really opened up, particularly with the pandemic. And it absolutely needs to. We all struggle at times. And I think that's what people forget. You feel so alone. Like I'll put my hand on my heart now and say, I definitely spiraled into a depression after Kate died. I'd never experienced anything like it. But it's it's normal. It's grief. Um, that was my form of depression other people have other forms of depression or anxiety like it is nor mental health is normal we need Mm. to normalize it I agree and actually if you don't mind me asking because I think sometimes because we speak the word depression um I think we we talk about people say it quite a lot now right and people can say in quite a casual way I'm feeling really depressed or Oh, oh yeah she was really depressed then um but actually what is, how would you describe for you depression? Because I think sometimes people who haven't experienced it, um, you know, because not everyone has, and some people really don't know what that is. And so when you hear someone say, oh, I went through depression, they think, what actually, what is that really um, at the kind of core of it? And what is it for you? So for me, I took a few months off work and uh, I couldn't get out of bed. I had no motivation. Um, I was like, I absolutely no balance in my life. And I have these really unhealthy coping mechanisms that expose themselves after Kate passed away. And one of them was I had no appetite and I lose, I lost a lot of weight. Mm. Um, and it's still something I struggle with now if I'm stressed. Um, it's a very nasty coping mechanism. I don't know if it's a control thing. Um, I don't know what it is, but I have an issue around food, definitely when I'm down in the dumps and, um, feeling that way. I think it's just a lack of balance, a lack of clarity and, um, I don't know, like I just felt like I, I was totally lost and just, there was nothing really there. Like I just needed to work through this. I felt like I was in quicksand and like my head was just above and I was like, okay, now I could see the end of the tunnel. Like the therapist was amazing. Um, and I still do talk to her occasionally about different things. And she really did help me see like, this is just a period of time now. You're going to get out the other side. Mm. But like, it was definitely, sure, you know yourself. I know you You definitely, um, I know you talk about going through depression in your pregnancy. Um, it's just so it's hard to even describe isn't it and it's a thing that like I never really admitted that before and I don't really talk about it openly because there's still a stigma around it yeah you know it's a shame that it's like that but people do see it as a weakness I don't see it as a weakness anymore but I'm just wary of sharing it with the wrong people 
Yeah. No. Well, I know what you mean. Although confidently everybody listening to this, listens to this podcast or are tuning in to hear you because they already are interested in, you know, mental health and they're not the kind of people I could, I trust the listeners. Um, So I'm I'm glad we're talking about it here. And I think actually you're right because it's not, um, I don't think it's a weakness at all. I think it is an incredible strength to be able to say, I've reached the fucking darkest places of my mind and I'm here and I'm happy and I'm content. That is strength. And I don't think you can have, it's hard to have true understanding of the spectrum of emotions that one can feel until you've really been in that place, I think. Um, and you have a newfound appreciation as well for um, for life when you come out the other side. I don't know about you, but I definitely find that even when I see it with clients or anything, that period where you do begin the shift out of this dark depression or severe anxiety and you come to this place of, ah, it's like euphoric. Yeah, It's this period of like, it feels really magical that that recovery period. Yeah, I totally agree. And Roxy, I can say that that was the darkest and I've never gone back there despite all the stuff and um, mm. all the things myself and Karen have been through. That was the darkest. So mm. um, I will say that as well. You might feel that. And you do feel nearly euphoric when you come out the other side because you've overcome. You've added another thing, another string to your bow. You know how strong you are, you know? So it, it is, it's, it's a positive thing. I know what you're saying. Definitely. Welcome to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, a brand new podcast bringing together people's real ghost, extraterrestrial and paranormal stories, as well as getting some inside details from those who study the supernatural. I'll be listening through your paranormal stories every week and try to understand them, as well as chatting about my own encounters with an occasional paranormal investigator too. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts from, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Acast. Just search for Paranormal Activity with Yvette Fielding. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Right, tell me, what is your third defining moment? So, I feel like I know I touched on this with you. So, I feel like a lot of people that know me that are listening to this will know this is going to be my defining moment. But Kieran is my soulmate, my best friend. We got married in May 2018. We had the most amazing wedding. I'm dying for him to ask me again. We had the most amazing wedding. Uh, we got married in Italy. We had like a three day celebration, like all our friends and family there. We were on top of the world. But we were still in like stressful-ish work environments. I knew what I needed to do not to be stressed. Like I said, I'd lean on meditation if I had a big presentation coming up or I'd go to my yoga class on a Tuesday thinking that will that will water the plant for the week. Um, and Kieran hadn't really tapped into that toolkit or building up his toolkit yet. And Kieran is a serial entrepreneur, very, very successful in his own right, has a number of really successful businesses behind him, investors, mentors. And he had just been accepted um, the September after our wedding. So September 2018, he was accepted onto this um, acceleration program to, he secured um, finance for a business idea he was working on, which was amazing. And it was a very intense 12 week period to pitch to these, these pretty big investors. So Kieran was in that, um, that accelerator program. And equally, I had just landed my dream job. It was a global PR travel role. There was lots of travel involved. I'd been to Miami, Rome, London, um, in the space of like 12 weeks. And, um, we were always like, look, let's put the honeymoon off and go on honeymoon in the January, you know, really trying to milk the wedding, you know, drag it out. Um, so we had our honeymoon booked in January 2019 and we went to the Maldives, South Africa and Dubai. It was the dream, like the dream. And Kieran really wasn't well on honeymoon. Um, and looking back, Kieran actually wasn't well from about November, but we just put it down to stress. Oh, you're stressed. You've a lot going on. Don't worry. We'll relax on honeymoon. Oh. It's like it's been the same. Our whole relationship looking back, project to project. Okay, yeah, really intense time work. Let's book a holiday. We used to go away every three months or so, but we were like, you're fine honeymoon will sort you out and we were on honeymoon and there was one or two particular moments um we were walking up the cape of good hope it's not a steep I don't know if you've been it's not that steep Kieran was totally out of breath like I mean totally out of breath um and I was kind of laughing you know Kieran was going to turn 40 the following year I was like oh it must be your age and he was like, no, Denise, I really think there's something wrong. And I was like, I don't, Karen. I think you're stressed. I think you're you're under a lot of pressure. Like it's time now to shut off. And I was pushing the pair of now, you know, that book. I was like, you right. need to read this. You need to get in the moment, like stay here. You're on honeymoon now. Don't think about work. 
And this went on for the trip, but Kieran said to me on the flight home, I'm going to book in for a full medical. And I was like, Kieran, you're fine, but I think it will give you peace of mind. So do it. He used to do these every year anyway, because of his intense working. And on the 22nd of January, 2019, two days after honeymoon, he went for that medical. And two hours after that medical, he got a call from the Matter Hospital in Dublin, which is a big hospital. And they said, Kieran, we got your bloods here. We'd like you to come to A&E straight away and ask for the consultant hematologist like Roxy. <laughs> you know, that's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. Like who, who gets a call straight after their bloods? First of all, you know, the way they say it takes two weeks to get your results. Yeah. So we were like, okay. And we went in and Kieran, we were sitting in A&E and he's like, what do you think it could be? You know, the way the usual, you yeah. work through a million different things. And I stepped to the side and I rang my mom and I knew it was leukemia, but I didn't say that to Kieran. I just felt it. I felt that it was like obviously hematologist blood. It was all starting to make sense. He was, his skin was like yellow. He was jaundiced. He had this metal taste in his mouth, the sign of anemia. I, I just knew. But the moment Kieran was told, um, the consultant pulled Kieran into a private room in a busy NE department, you know, again, you're not going to get good news. They told Kieran that he had, Uh, acute myeloid leukemia and that if he didn't start treatment he was looking at weeks to live and basically that was one of those moments in life I felt like we were in you know a Christmas carol looking down and I was like shit why have we been living life this way I felt so much regret I felt like am I going to lose Kieran uh, like have we wasted time going project to project holiday to holiday like is that all life was and uh, I don't know it's just floored it floored us both and it was essentially his illness woke myself and Kieran up so much and it was essentially through his illness that we found wellness and the head plan because yeah. life why do we get so caught up in just the career goals? Like, why aren't we living a well-balanced life? Why aren't we prioritizing that self-care? Why aren't we watering the plant every day? Um, It was a horrible realization that I hope no one else goes through. Like, why do you have to wait for someone you love or you to be sick to realize the way you're living? And really... Like Kieran had such an intensive time in hospital. Thank God he's doing well now. He'd six months in hospital. I slept on the floor with him for the majority of it. He'd over 60 bags of chemo, a bone marrow transplant and a really intense recovery. And he is a different person now. And yes, he grieves because he misses the person he was, but he is so proud of the person he is now. I'm so proud of the person he is now. And I'm so proud of what we've done together as a result. These are astounding mm. moments. And it seems so unbelievable that you are sat here with not just one, but three mm. unbelievable moments that are so rare for even one person to to, to experience. One moment would be unlikely yeah. you you know what I mean to experience three of them 
And in a really strange way, I think, isn't it so like, how would, how did you know? Because I would never, there are so many things here. Firstly, why would Kieran go, have been going for a medical every year? People, I, no one I know ever goes for a full medical. Like the fact that he had that thought to go, to check, to know, and the fact that you knew what it was, like you were meant to be a part of this story. And although it was completely horrific and, you know, like I, I wouldn't wish it on anyone. No, me neither. But in some strange way, it's like, the universe prepared you both for yeah. this challenge. Like, the, like the universe knew you were strong enough that you could do this to and together. And the fact that you had, you had each other, you had found each other as soulmates to go through this together, and then to create the head plan and to help thousands upon thousands of other people. I think it's. I think it's remarkable. Mm. Like, as odd as it sounds, I'm so grateful for all my moments. Like, because when you hear my moments, you might be like, what? I'm not saying I'm grateful Kieran got sick. My God, yeah. but I'm grateful for the mindset we have adapted as a result of his illness and and finding wellness, like I said, through his illness and really trying to help people find that without finding the illness first you know um it was such an intense time and Kieran Kieran lost his father very young um at the age of I think 14 and I think he had similar anxieties around health because of that so that's why he went every year for wow. a medical and the hypochondriac in me that awoke at the age of seven when my father was exposed as being different um knew that it was leukemia as soon as we had to meet the the hematologist um but I think it's it's so bizarre but I totally agree I really feel like we were meant to be together um for that time you know um, like life was very different, uh, Roxy, to newlyweds to what I thought it would be. Like six months in, we spent another six months in hospital. That's why I'm waiting for him to ask me again. By the way, but, um, <laughs> just throw that in there because I know he's going to be looking. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's so different. And uh, if anything, it's a moment. Like if anybody takes anything from it, like don't have a plan like don't yeah. follow the don't follow the textbook oh I'll ha- I'll have a house and kids at 30 I was 30 I wasn't even engaged at 30 like d- there is no there, you can't have a plan yeah you know there is no plan there is no plan except the head plan but there is no <laughs> no but there is no plan the, the head plan allows fe- flexibility in your plan exactly. and it focuses on every day as opposed to the end goal that we get obsessed with exactly you know? so tell me a little bit about life let's say what do you think is because I think what's really amazing is you know when you you've had this kind of this you've described this moment where you found out you have this out-of-body experience and you kind of go what was that all for what 
what was I doing? And you have this crazy realization, which few people have, which is I have been focusing on all the wrong things and I am wasting precious life on chasing this career goal and forgetting to live, to be in the now. And so from then, and obviously you had this, you know, incredibly challenging six month period, but then you, you know, thanks to to you two and your strength and all the medical care that Kieran recovered. And now you live life again. Now tell me how different is life today to what it was before all of this happened? Life today is so different. We literally wake up every day and live every day. I know like it's so cliche, but we do live every day like it's our last. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is a really honest statement I'm making. I feel like a lot of people don't do that and they can't honestly say that. We do not know what is going to happen tomorrow. I know I spoke on my Instagram, Kieran's been feeling really poorly. Like that was very triggering and another moment of realization that you could be fine one day and the next day you might something might happen. So we definitely live every day to the fullest. We don't just go from holiday to holiday. Well, we couldn't with pandemic anyway, Mm. but we definitely make the most of our time. I do things a lot differently now. I'm very passionate about my morning and evening ritual. I know you're equally as passionate about your routines, Roxy, but I focus on setting myself up to be the best version of myself every day because that's all I have what what's in front of me and honestly I look back now and yes I felt somewhat grounded and my mom gave me all these amazing tools and introduced me to this like holistic world of journaling and gratitude and affirmations but I really practice what I preach now as opposed to leaning on things. And Kieran is the same. We water the plant every day, essentially. I cannot tell you how inspired I feel. Like really just, I feel as though this has been the most incredible reminder of why we need to not only take care of ourselves and take care of our well-being and water those plants every day, which I just love that analogy, by the way, Um, but also just to enjoy life and have fun and, you know, and just like indulge in life's pleasures. And I think that I... You know, um, and you've been so honest in this in this podcast, and I'll be honest and say that you know I took myself to burnout recently, and I really I do something that I'm very passionate about, but I've really lost my kind of oomph recently. I've just felt a bit, oh, you know, when you're so tired, you just burn the candle, you work too much, and you just that's burnout. You just lose the joy and. Speaking to you today has reminded me and reignited my feelings of understanding why I do what I do. Um, so thank you, like from the bottom of my heart, because I can't tell you what this conversation has done for me. And I'm sure for everyone listening. Oh, Roxy, that means so much to me. And to, like to me, like you are such an inspiration to me and like, and I've, I've gravitated towards your page and you as a person, I love what you're doing and what you're all about. Mm, I love us. 
<laughs> so before we go, I want to, I just want to get some more words of wisdom from you. And um, for anyone that is feeling, you know, like, wow, yes, okay, I've heard this and maybe I have been too stressed about work or I haven't been taking care of myself. What are your kind of starting points? What are your go-to tools? I definitely think the morning and evening ritual is something, I call it a ritual rewire. I definitely think start with something, a small activity in the morning to set you up for the day. Work can be so consuming at times, but let me tell you something. If you end up in hospital or if someone you love ends up in hospital, it's the last thing you're going to think about. You need to focus on you now and bring the best version of yourself to the day ahead. Yes, you might need to go to work, but why don't you practice some gratitude in the morning? Write down three things you're grateful for. Why don't you look in the mirror and remind yourself that you're in the process of becoming the best version of yourself? Like just take charge of your life. I always say like, you are the author of your own life story. Don't let anyone else hold the pen. And I'm really, really strong on that because I feel like if we don't have a plan for the day ahead or one little goal we want to achieve, we can get caught up in other people's plans. And that's like, that's a disaster. You need to own your day and not let the day own you. Um, I'd say small steps like I Roxy I don't know about you meditation I recently went back I know you touched on it I recently went back and did um, my meditation teacher training meditation is not for everyone but is honestly such a beautiful way to tap into your higher self for um, for as little as five minutes a day Mm, absolutely I could not agree more and mm. I think with meditation what's by the way I'm I'm on my mind is buzzing I'm thinking right we've got to do a joint workshop you need to host meditation we need to, I'm like oh my god right mm. <laughs> but um the thing with meditation I think is yeah people do think it's very it, people who don't do it think it's really daunting meditation is essentially just breathing being yes. present and being in the moment. And yes. I think it can be as simple as setting a timer for two minutes on your stopwatch and literally just breathing, just breathing until the stopwatch goes off. That's all you have to do. And people think, oh, that's meditation. It is. If you're focusing on the rise and fall of your belly as you're doing it, that is meditation. Exactly. Exactly. And I recently read a book, The Relaxation Response by Dr. Herbert Benson. It was actually part of my course, but he touched on the powerful effects uh, meditation can have from a medical point of view. And there's just that realization that so many of us, Roxy, and definitely myself at, at different stages in life, are living in that like hyper stressed state oh, yeah. without even realizing mm -hmm. it. And sometimes meditation simmers you down to a point where you do realize. Yes. Uh, well, it's hyper awareness for me that the meditation brings and it's the ability to control my emotions a bit better and to react a little bit differently. Like it's just so powerful. 100%. In fact, Katie Brindle was on here, who is a Chinese healer. And she said, and I always repeat this now, your breath is your most powerful healing tool. 
Yes. So true. And I love it. So true. Um, so, Denise, I have 10 quick fire questions for you. Oh, God. <laughs> so, the first one is what is your most memorable book? Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. Oh, same. Oh, Roxy. That was the book that changed my life. Yes. Yes. I read that after Kate passed away. Oh, we are, we're connected. Um, yeah. Favorite quote? I have two. Go. Um, you can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start now and change the ending. For the mm-hmm. life of me, Roxy, I can't remember who said it, so apologies. I'm not claiming it as my own. And the second one is begin anywhere. It's very simple. Two words, John Cage. I'm very passionate about both those quotes. Oh, you can start right now. I love that. I love that. Um, Your most influential mentor. I'm going to say two again, my dad and Kieran. Oh, Mm. Um, your go to feel good film. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Stop. I've never seen it. Oh, my God. The original. Oh, my God. Roxy. So good. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch that. There's so many hidden messages in there. Like, really? So yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm in. Um, a moment where you felt most proud? So many proud moments, particularly over the last two years. But I'd say launching the Head Plan app, hitting number one in the app store, and tens of thousands of people now on the app, helping each other, lifting each other up, inspiring each other. And yes. I love it. Yes. <laughs> um a song that cheers you up I love Coldplay and when I listen to their albums it just brings me back to concerts so love the Coldplay live album also partial to some very high energy dance music love it oh I yeah I feel like you've got so much energy I Mm. can see you just getting on down and sorry I know this is quick fire but music is one of my favorite ways to visualize Really? Yeah, like especially like that high energy kind of dance music. I kind of go off in a trance of myself and visualize different things happening. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's a really, that's such a good visualization tip. And I oh. have never done that. And that would oh. make, that makes so much sense. Yeah, game changer. Put on a really good feel good song. Start, before you start a song, think about something that you want to visualize and then just go with it. Oh my God, I feel like that's a game changer. Yeah, it is a game changer. Top tip for dealing with stress? Meditation. I know, I feel like people eye roll when they hear it, but meditation for me. Also, the power of- the best for stress. Yeah, a a powerful book as well. Mm. I really believe in people picking up the right book at the right time. Mm. Um, So yeah, reading or- meditation and obviously journaling first three things you do when you wake up affirmations skincare and meditation one thing you'd like to achieve in the next year so this is very personal but again i trust your listeners um so obviously with Kieran's illness we will not be able to conceive naturally so we're exploring ivf at the moment so we would love to start a family in the next year Oh, Denise, mm. beautiful. thank you for sharing that with us. And I think I know the answer to this, but the first person you call to share good news, Kieran, <laughs> soulmate, soulmate. Yeah. yeah. Um, Denise, I just cannot, cannot, cannot thank you enough for being so honest, 
so open, um, letting us into your magnificent story and really inspiring absolutely everybody I think that you ever meet or that ever hears you speak. Your energy is next to none um, and you really do make the world a better place. Thank you so, so much. Thank you, Roxy. Thank you for everything. And thank you for making me feel safe. Mm, You know, always. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 